Foodies. This is Ann Campia with Girl vs. Food. And my co-host tonight is... Hey, guys. It's Ryan Myers. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for joining me. No problem. Thanks for having me again. And we're here to review uh, MasterChef Season 4, Episodes 7 and 8. And last week, we saw a, another jam-packed episode. It was back-to-back, but this time around, they did a little something interesting that I don't think I've seen in any of the MasterChef episodes, uh, meaning that they kind of mix them together. They seem to flow pretty well as one um, episode, even though they did have the tiny break in the middle where they reintroduced that it's MasterChef, which we obviously knew. Um, but besides that, the episode was just uh, two, one, two into one very long episode. Uh, Ryan, what would you think of the format this week? Uh, I enjoyed this format a little bit more. Um, I don't mind when they have the two separate episodes, but as I'm watching it, it's kind of odd. It feels like I'm kind of watching it off a of DVR. It's like one, as soon as it ends, turn the next one and start watching it. So I kind of like following it where it's the whole, where the two hours is spread out and it's one episode. Um, it kind of makes it more, um, keeps me involved more and the, you know, the, the anticipation of the elimination goes all throughout the whole thing. Whereas if it's just two one hours, kind of up, down, up, down. So I like it better when it's the long version. Yeah, same here. Um, it, it flowed well to me. I hope that they do the rest of the episodes just like that. Uh, we saw in the first competition that the group was cooking for 101 firefighters here in the beautiful Pasadena, California, City Hall. Um, and they had to make a banquet-style meal as opposed to what they did, I believe, the week before, which was a buffet-style meal. Uh, they broke them up into two teams, again, red and blue. And the objective was to take all of these amazing Walmart ingredients, which obviously I think Walmart was sponsoring this episode. It was pretty obvious. Um, the, the steaks look great, though. You know, USDA certified, um, all the fresh produce that Walmart brought in. What they had to do was they had to make a steak as well as a sauce to complement it and uh, two side dishes from the produce that was provided. Uh both teams decided to do completely different things. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess we could talk about that in the results. But what did you think about Beanie and uh, Bethy as the leaders of the red and the blue teams? Yeah, um, they, were, they were the leaders since they won last week's challenge. Um, Bethy was first place, so she had an extra advantage. Once they had selected the teams, um, she was able to pick someone off Beanie's team and switch it. Mm-hmm. So she picked Eddie uh, since he's really good at grilling. Um, and, he's, and he's one of the better chefs in the, the show so far, so she took, took him and switched with Chrissy. Um, nobody likes Chrissy for some reason, so uh, he and wasn't too happy about it, but he, he, he rolled with it. Um, yeah, and to they, put Chrissy on the team, sorry to interrupt, but to put Chrissy in the team with Jordan, who she was totally pissed off at the other week because he was the team leader, and she felt like he didn't take one for the team, and he totally messed up her um, the results for her because she had to go into pressure test. And also putting her in with Natasha, her other best friend, who mm-hmm. they obviously don't get along as well. So I, that was a smart move on Bethy's part, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then once they started cooking, um, Bethy and Beanie, they kind of went about being captains different ways. Uh, Beanie, they all, as a team, they all decided on the dish, but then uh, Beanie kind of said, okay, you guys do this, do this, do that. And he went and did what he was doing and didn't really follow up with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And stuff kind of got discombobulated. People weren't really doing what they needed to. Stuff wasn't getting cooked. Whereas on Bethy's side, 
you know, they all decided to this, and then she said, okay, you do this, you do that, and then she was on it. She stayed, are you making sure this is the, the steaks going? So she was on top of it more, um, and then as a result, the food, you know, obviously, we'll get into it with the, the, the winter and stuff, but it came out better. So once the service started, stuff was flowing a little bit better for them. Yeah, I, I don't remember who was, maybe it was Bree who said that. Uh, Beanie's team was the perfect example of too many chefs in the kitchen. Uh, everyone was trying to read, everyone was trying to dictate, and Beanie wasn't taking control of it. And so it just definitely ended up being the downfall of his team. Um, and we saw that with the results when out of the 101 firefighters, there were 68 of them, I think, that voted for the blue team to win. Um, out of the two dishes, I know that the blue prepared, let's see, a steak with a chimichurri sauce, uh, grilled asparagus and potatoes, as opposed to the red team who uh, prepared a steak, a simple reduction, and a cauliflower puree, which I think some of the people they were serving didn't even know what the cauliflower puree was, so I don't even think they touched it. Uh, what did you think out of the two dishes in terms of how they looked and the comments from the firefighters who were eating them? Um, the, the, the steak with the chimichurri and the asparagus and the potatoes, that's like a classic style steak dinner almost, where mm-hmm. that's what you'd expect to see, like, in type of, like, a firehouse or something. Yeah. Whereas, like, here's another team had the green cauliflower where they weren't sure if it was potatoes or something else mashed up, so I think the steaks were on par. I know they like that chimichurri sauce on the, on the Bethy's team. Yeah. But I, I just think it went with the, the red teams because it was more... Traditional and they knew exactly what they were getting, so I think that's why. In the end, yeah, like you said, it was seventy something people picked beggars out of a hundred one. So obviously, a yeah. big mark that it's the red team. So I did want to just as a side note, you know, give a shout out to all of the firefighters who were able to participate that day. I mean, they are just amazing, and we have to be thankful for that for what they do for a living, and happy that Master Chef was able to kind of. Uh, pay homage, not pay homage, but really just, you know, try to treat them as best as they could uh, with this the meal that they could serve them. So a shout-out to all the firefighters that were able to come and join in on the MasterChef episode. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in Bimi. I thought he would pull through and be a leader, and he totally went the other direction as to what I was expecting. And unfortunately, he didn't shine this week, so I'm really disappointed because last week I was thinking, oh, this is it. He's building up. He's building momentum. Um, he's going to be the team leader. This is going to be his time to shine. And he really just dropped the ball. Um, and we saw that even though he did, he still had an advantage and was saved even though their team lost. Um, and he ended up saving Jordan as well uh, with one one other immunity that he was given. Um Let's talk a little bit about the drama that happened before I forget about it. Natasha went off on Beth like crazy through the roof because Beth decided to tell her that I guess the dish that she was in charge of was disgusting and Natasha was completely offended. I, I when I was watching it, I was I wasn't sure who if I was on any either of their sides. I was just kind of shocked at the whole situation. Ryan, did anything cross your mind when you saw that? Um, I mean, it kind of it was kind of throwing Natasha under the bus a little bit. With you know, the dish wasn't good, but 
He kind of went way overboard. <laughs> I mean, she's like, you don't say my food is disgusting. That You don't say that. <laughs> if it wasn't good, it's not good. I mean, maybe not use the word disgusting, but she kind of blew up and took it way too personal, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting mad, but uh, I kind of felt, I felt bad for uh, uh, Beth getting yelled at. But I kind of think, well, I don't, Natasha's kind of an interesting person. Um, I think she thinks really highly of herself, so I think that when someone says something that's, you know, offends her or whatever, which is fine, but I think she blows up a little too easily and blows it out of proportion. Yeah, and whereas she's, she's come into this uh, competition very strong and very opinionated, uh, we see in the, in the pressure test that she doesn't do so well. Um, let's talk about, let's see, going into... The next competition, uh, we had, let's see, Natasha, Beth, Luca, Kathy, Chrissy, and Bree, who competed in the next competition, um, all from the losing team, all from Beamy's team. Obviously, Beamy's up at top uh, with Jordan watching down as these people have to compete. Chrissy's pissed because she has to go into another pressure test, and so she's like, what the hell? I, I think at this point I would be pissed too because... Really, all of the situations she's been in haven't been in her control. It's been because she's been on a bad team. And so she's going into it pissed. Um, you know, Natasha and Beth aren't getting along, obviously. Poor Luca, Kathy, and Brie are just in it because of the, because they were on the wrong team, too. Uh, we, the next competition, we get to see them make Eggs Benedict, which I am completely not a fan of. Um, but it is a very technical dish. And I can see why they asked them to cook it. Um, Ryan, thoughts on who did well making Eggs Benedict? I thought it was funny that when they started it, every, almost everyone was like, oh, yeah, I cook this all the time. It's You know, I, I do it at home for my husband or whatever. Yeah. And they were real confident. Um, and then uh, uh, Natasha, Beth, they're like, you know, I cook it all the time. And they're just smiling, doing it, talking, kind of like, like it's an afterthought. And then they, when they bring up the plate, one of them's hollandaise sauce is best food's mayonnaise. <laughs> and then the other egg is all cracked and going all over the plate. So um, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, karma, like talking too much about it. Um, and then on the opposite side, Chrissy and Bree, they did the best ones. And um, Chrissy had a, she had messed up on the first making the sauce and she ran out of eggs. And they were worried she wasn't going to have enough to make the sauce, but she pulled it out. Mm -hmm. So she's, I mean, she has a real, you know, she's good in the kitchen, like you're saying. It, it's just because she's on a losing team, she's in these eliminations. It's not really her fault. Her food is always good for the part. So she just gets bad luck and people pick pick her for, you know, on the wrong teams. Right. Um, and then Bree did too, especially because she said she's never cooked it before and everything was done really well on it. And then everyone else's was either something was wrong with it or it just wasn't good. Yeah. So that's why there was four people left in the bottom from that. Yeah, and they could not even figure out who they wanted to send home, which is why the next episode flowed perfectly into the first half, um, bringing Natasha, Beth, Luca, and Kathy to the beautiful Las Vegas to uh, compete in an additional challenge just so the judges could figure out who the heck they need to send home. Um, it also gave Mr. Gordon Ramsay a little bit of free advertisement as they had to cook at his newest restaurant, uh, burger, which is looked absolutely beautiful. I was just in Las Vegas. I wish I had eaten there. I think I will definitely be giving it a try. But um, again, of course, the the whole point of this cooking competition was to make a burger. Hence, they're cooking at Gordon Ramsay's burger. 
Um, and we saw something we haven't seen yet. Whereas the, all of the chefs or home cooks have competed in the Master Chef Kitchen, for this competition, they're actually in a professional kitchen, which might have thrown some of them off. Um, just, just even the layout of the place might have, you know, um, s- struck them as, you know, how do I operate in in this kind of environment? Um, but we had Luca and Kathy paired together in one team, as well as Natasha and Beth, Karma again in another team. Uh, Ryan, thoughts on how the two teams performed against each other? I already knew that they were going to put Natasha and Beth together before he even announced it because they know the drama that's involved, so they they put them together. Um, And then they started cooking. Um, Luca and and Kathy started out quick, but I could tell when he said the burger, Kathy wasn't happy that he didn't want to put any kind of cheese Mm -hmm. or anything on the burger. He wanted to keep it plain. Um, And then on the other side, um, Natasha and Beth wanted to go, you know, egg and goat cheese and all, you know, like like a gourmet burger style. I think they called it a hangover burger. Yeah. Um, which is, if you, ever had a, if you ever have a burger and it has egg on it, it is pretty good. So I like the way they were doing it, but um, they were trying to do it and it was taking too long, so they knocked off the egg and they put arugula and something else on it instead. Um, but they were cooking, like you were saying, they're not used to that type of kitchen, I don't think. Maybe Luca is because he has a restaurant or something. I think that's what he has, or he worked in a restaurant. Worked but everyone that. else... But um, everyone else is a home chef, so they're not used to the industrial size, you know, stove. And like um, uh, Beth was cooking the buns, she kept burning the buns. I know, I know, it's horrible. Uh, so and Gordon, that I actually laughing. Gordon Ramsay was getting mad. He's like, "You're burning the bloody buns!" He kept getting <laughs> mad about it, and I was just laughing because yeah, I could look. He was gonna laugh, so I was just like, they're trying to get on him about burning the buns all the time. I was actually so, having some. Nightmares that they were in Hell's Kitchen for a second there when Gordon Ramsay started going off on them. Um, but what struck me by surprise is the fact that Luca and Kathy's burgers kept getting sent back because they were raw. I'm like, is the grill not on? I'm not sure why or how that is even happening. I mean, I, I would expect them to maybe overcook the burger, but the fact that he was undercooking them was really disgusting. And to me, in any of these competitions, when you undercook food, I think that should just be an automatic disqualification, disqualification in my opinion. Um, I wish they would consider that as a rule for next season. So both of them were not doing so well in that competition. Uh, we saw mm-hmm. the VIPs, who they kept mentioning uh, before we even saw them on camera, that to be ready for these VIP judges that were going to come in. And lo and behold, it was our actual, the, all the other contestants that were saved from having to compete in this competition. So their very own were judging against them, or I guess uh, for or against them. Um, and they actually had some good comments. Uh, was there any, uh, any of the contestants' comments that struck you by surprise or stood out to you? Um... I think Jordan's, and, um, well, half of the judges didn't even get food from the other team. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I was, I was going to say, Lucas was pretty smart to do that. I mean, I know they had lost, but if he wouldn't have done that, they would have lost by four more. So I think they lost by, like, seven or something. Yeah. So they would have lost 11. So he was smart to do that, but, I mean, like you were saying, they messed up so many, you know, not cooking the burgers. So, but, um, yeah, the uh, Jordan and... I think, well, maybe Eddie. They had some good comments for them. 
Um, I thought it was interesting that they had them as a VIP. They, the the four people that were cooking the burgers, they looked like, oh, crap. They're, they're here to taste our food, so it's kind of interesting to see their reactions. So they're hoping for, like, celebrities or something. I, I know. Their peers come in, and they're like, all, oh, gee, they're here for that now. But so. fortunately, they uh, mixed it up so that the their other judges, whatever, uh, judge friends, contestants, uh, didn't know what burger was coming from who. So that kind of helped in the judging yeah. of the competition. And so we saw that the blue team wins. Um, even though Natasha and Beth hate each other, they obviously pulled it together and were able to perform as a team and uh, won the competition, thus saving them. And then we go into yet another competition to see who is going to be eliminated. So brings us to the rooftop of Pure Nightclub, which, again, they transported the Master Chef kitchen, and it was just beautiful. Um, cooking, cook, cooking butter poached lobster with a shaved fennel salad, which got me very hungry. And the, I think Joe mentioned that they serve over 6 million of these dishes in Las Vegas alone a year. That's that crazy. is insane. Putting the lobster... Uh, you know, whatever, deadliest catch lobster people in business all the time. Um, very technical dish. Uh, what did you think of Kathy and Luca going in there, and, and who did you have picked before you even saw what they made? Uh, I had Luca picked just because it seemed like he knew what he was, because she said she never even cooked lobster before. So I'm like, okay, well, Luca's going to get it, because in the, stuff invo- the stuff you have to do involved with taking the meat out of the lobster cooking it, getting the butter ready, all that stuff. I thought, okay, Luca's going to get it. But Kathy really surprised me. She, I mean, she had trouble breaking the crab, which it's not easy to do. Yeah. Um, but she, she got it out, and she, she cooked it, and she, I thought she did a really good job. Um, Luca's dish looked better than hers. Right. Um, but it sounded like, taste-wise, hers looked better. Yeah, so. I think uh, from what the commentary was, she actually cooked it well. Luca's was undercooked by just a few seconds, and the coloring was off on his. So um, in terms of the actual lobster, she did that very well. It was the salad, I think, the acidity in the salad that killed her um, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately sent her home. I I think it has to be based on that if her lobster was on par. Um, And Luca did just that, just that much better. Again, we see Luca in the bottom again, and I'm just wondering how far is this guy going to get? I mean, we're all cheering for him. He's a fan favorite, but I I just, I don't know. I'm starting to feel like he might not make it that far in this competition. He just needs to get lucky and not get on the losing team next week. Yeah. There's a few people that have been, their food is... Okay, but they just luck out and they're on the other team, so they never have to go into the elimination. So True. if you get up like a lucky streak, you can miss a few, few things, and then one of these weeks is going to happen where one of these people that are one of the front runners is going to be on a losing team, and they're going to cook a dish, and for some reason it's not going to be good, and another person's going to beat them, and that sucks when it happens. But that's how that's what these competitions are like when you have the team aspect, and you can be eliminated that way. Yep, yep, I totally agree, and it's just a matter of time for any of them. Um, Gordon was nice enough, though. I just want to mention this before we sign off. Gordon was nice enough to offer Kathy, you know, an opportunity to learn in one of his kitchens in New York, which is super cool of him. Um, I think he, he understands her situation, you know, having kids and wanting to support them, and that was so nice of him um, to offer that to her. I think Kathy definitely deserved it. She improved while she was on the competition and I think that she will continue to improve um, but 
the end of the episode made me laugh because they just leave Kathy on the roof, and I'm like, this is just like the hangover. I don't know if they meant to do that, but they left her on the roof alone and said, peace out. We're going back to Master Chef Kitchen. Sorry, Kathy. Bye. You know? <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was odd. I was like, are they going to leave her, like, cab fare? Is the helicopter going to come get her? What are they going to do? She just stuck up there. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, so they, we saw a little glimpse into uh, next week's episode. Mama Bastianich is on the episode as the guest of judge, I think. Um, I'm excited. I, I never knew anything about this woman until I, I looked her up today, and she is way more amazing than her son, Joe. Um, Emmy Award winning, Culinary Hall of Fame Award, PBS cooking shows, multiple cookbooks. I mean, this is the woman that you want to work for or to learn from. And it's super cool that they're going to have her on the next episode. I'm excited to see what they have in store for for everybody. Uh, Ryan, any thoughts on next week's episode? Yeah, I'll be interested to see the dynamic between him and his mom. How he may try to act like he's one to me. He's my favorite person when judges the food because he'll taste it, he'll look at him, he'll he'll nod, and then he'll just turn around and go back. Yeah, and then he'll comment. I wonder if his mom's going to pipe in and like. Joe, what are you talking about? <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Yes. It'll be interesting to see how they interact with each other and how the other judges might tease him in front of her or whatever. So it'll be fun. Or maybe she'll have some cool stories about him or funny stories. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, okay, everybody, that will do it for us this week. Ryan, if we want to chat with you later, tweet tweet with you or whatever, where can we find you? Uh, yeah, you guys can find me on at Myers and what ERS 25. And you guys can find me at Ann Campia, A-N-N-C-A-M-P-E-A, both on Twitter. We're both chatting it up about MasterChef. Um, you can also subscribe to this channel if you want to follow these reviews. It's definitely, um, if, you, if you want to chat with us, if you want to comment on the YouTube page, let us know what you thought of this week's episodes and who you think is going to win MasterChef at this point. I don't know. I don't know if Ryan knows. Maybe we have a crystal ball or something. Um <laughs> And also, if you just want an audio version, we also have that on iTunes, so definitely search for Girl vs. Food, and you can download the audio version just to pass the time. So, Ryan, um, thanks so much for joining me this week. Sure, no problem, and then we'll talk to you guys next week and see what Mama Joe has to say. <laughs> yeah, just going to slap Joe on the hand. Um, all right, everybody, <laughs> until next week, happy eating. <laughs>